Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. We actually, we're not here to talk about bowling. We're going to cut all that out. We're just here to talk about beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, not, she's not looking at you. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast. My name is David Shockley. And I'm Morgan Miller. And our special guest today, you would never invite to your friend's bowling night because, first off, he would embarrass the shit out of you and your friends with your weak-ass rolling skills. And two, you've probably actually never planned a friend's bowling night. What are you doing? Get together. Life is short. (laughs) Introducing Wilmington, Delaware's own Joe Sparks. Round of applause for me. Yay. Woohoo. How you doing? Joe, thank you very much for coming on the show. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And you're a competitive bowler, is that I right? I am. I am. Uh, how long have you been bowling for? Per, I guess competitively. Uh, competitively, uh, about uh, 12 years. I've been bowling completely for about 23 now. Jeez. Yeah. Now, what differentiates like the 12 to 23? Like, what um, is that gap? Well, the 23, I started when I was three years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is my 23rd year of bowling, of course. And, um, so I just was starting to learn how to throw the ball and everything like that. So I really didn't really get into a league until I turned about 13. That's that's so, an impressive league. Yes. And uh, I, I bowled up in Pennsville for, let's say, 10 years before my dad actually took me over to Bolarama in Wilmington and got me started with the league. Okay. And how do league games work? Just for the people that don't know, uh, is it? Is there like, is it age gapped or kind of age caps for um, different leagues? Like you have like a junior league, a toddler league. Yes. A- so uh, you have your youth division, which is set up on Saturday mornings for the most part. Mm-hmm. And that's that ranges between uh, a toddler to 17 years old. Now, those youths, they can't get money because technically in all of the, uh, America, basically, it's illegal to have give kids cash for gambling, that's per se. <laughs> but, <fucking> laws. <laughs> so. Uh, but what about Chavez? What's Chavez? Chavez, the day of rest for the Jews. Oh, the Jewish. oh, I'm not Jewish, so I don't know about anything like that. Go Hitler. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, as far as I know, they have they have off for that. It's okay. <laughs> uh, you just watched The Big Lebowski yesterday. Oh, did you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Really? It's a good movie. It's one of my favorites. That's uh, how we've... I was referring to the scene where John Goodman gets very upset that they schedule bowling on Saturday. I was going <laughs> to... Go ahead and finish it. Because it's uh, the day of rest. <laughs> I thought you were referring to the scene where uh, he brought a dog into the bowling alley and everyone's like, did you bring a dog in here? He says, yeah, I have to take care of it. It's a Pomeranian. Don't let him out. And he opens the cage. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. We we literally just watched the yesterday. That was like script. That was the actual script. Don't let him out. Over the line. Well, we're going to start the podcast off the exact same way we start off every single podcast. Uh, We got to do a shot. Are you ready? I'm ready. And we also have a special beer that we're going to be drinking. We're going to talk about that uh, a little after this shot. Uh, Morgan, what are we taking a shot of today? I have New Amsterdam, and so do you, but Joe specifically requested Jack Queen's. (laughs) 
<laughs> brandy. Jaqueens. 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 Blackberry brandy uh, given to us from our last guest that we had on, uh, Brad Glasgow. Shout out to Brad. Thanks. Morgan, what should we cheers to? Uh, your mom's pussy lips. Cheers. It's actually pretty good. Said no one ever. Doesn't taste like blackberries at all. I don't know why it's on there. It's so you, because if they put cough syrup on there. It is true. Yeah, it probably wouldn't sell as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of like, like if you go to the doctor and you, and you like, I don't like needles at all. So I, I like it when they don't tell me the needle's going to happen. Right. So when the pain happens, boom, it happens. I didn't see it coming. But if you're prepared for it, then it's, it makes it so much worse. Oh, I agree. So that way you're just like, oh, this is going to be good. Oh, no. It wasn't good at all. <laughs> Thank God it's over. I didn't know about that. I really like it when the nurse like comes in and she's like, oh, she's nervous. And then she like talks to me for like a whole minute and then she just comes in like and then it's just like, bow! <laughs> and then it's over. I was very confused. One day I had got seven stitches in my left thumb and uh, the lady walked too. in, <laughs> the, the doctor walked in, she goes, chomping on an apple. That looks pretty big. I'm like, yes, it is. That's what she said? <laughs> this is the ASMR portion of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, ASMR. Oh, but I brought a fancy beer today. Ooh, what is it, Morgan? Uh, it's the Crown Crew from Rodenbach. It's a mixture of young and old ale aged together in an oak fooder to make this delicious, tart, refreshing beverage we're drinking. We are not sponsored by them, by the way, just no. so everybody knows. But we would accept a sponsorship. Would love that. It's Let's delicious. Go sponsors. Sponsors are always good. I think at this mm-hmm. point, we've mentioned Hitler so many times that I don't even think <laughs> liquor companies will sponsor us. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's possible. Just look for every German brand available. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, literally, our last episode had Nazis in the name. <laughs> <laughs> we run a tight ship around here. Nazi bowling man. Now, you mentioned uh, that you really that you really like the movie The Big Lebowski. Yes. You know, that's convenient because we're going to play a little bit of a game with you. All right. And it is the official Maximum Mediocrity Pop! quiz for the big lebowski sweet and based off what you were talking to us the, what you've already said you're probably going to do really very oh, well God. now these are the rules for the people that don't know it's five questions One, if two, you three. manage to get at least three questions correct then me and morgan as the creators of the quiz which we absolutely did together this time <laughs> we have to take an additional shot Okay. But if you fail to answer three questions correctly, then you have to take an additional shot. Can I just do a shot anyway if I win or lose? Absolutely, Sweet. you can. Awesome. Wow, it's a theme now. I like that. <laughs> I do. We have very polite guests on our show now. Have you <laughs> noticed that? Yes. Are you ready, Joe Sparks, for the official quiz? I'm ready. Question one. Walter is taking care of his ex's wife's dog. What type of dog was it? Pomeranian? Actually. Chihuahua, I think it was, right? Ooh. I'm going to give you this. They say they refer to it as a Pomeranian in the movie, but it's actually a Yorkie. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's a dog knowledge thing. Okay. So I'll give you that one just because that is what they say. Appreciate it. Shot, here I come. <laughs> On the board. Question two. When Walter and the dude are going to deliver the $1 million ransom, Walter brings what type of gun with him? Um, I know it was a handgun. I can't remember if it was a, a forty five or a 9 mil. So it was the one that he had wrapped up in the in the... The paper that fell out of the car? I can't remember. You want to just take a guess? Uh, Massive Bazooka. <laughs> That's a I fucking wish. Good that answer. would have been good. That would have made the movie way better. Uh, it was an Uzi. Okay. Because oh. when it hits the ground, it goes... Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. So, okay. You still got one. Yes. 
question three. This was going to be my original first question, the okay. softball question. What is the dude's drink of choice? Dude's drink of choice? Yes. This is like, it's your question, right? No. The dude's drink of choice. Oh, uh, I don't know. You want to just take a guess? Vodka crayon? Oh, that's like one of my drinks of choice. <laughs> if he was a sorority girl, probably. Probably. All right. A white Russian. Ah, dude, I can't, <laughs> I can't remember that specifics. <laughs> So you got one out of three. Out I'm three, okay right? with one out of three. Okay, so you've you've technically lost at this point. Yes. But we still want to do it because it's a lot of fun. Question four. What is the big Lebowski's name? Oh, it's the dude in the wheelchair. Right? Yes. Yeah, it's the dude in the wheelchair. What the hell's his name? Paul? No, that's not Paul. Is Paul your final answer? I'm gonna go with Paul. He's going with Paul. Uh that is incorrect. It was Jeffrey Lebowski. God damn it. Fun fact. Fucking Both Paul. of them are Jeffrey Lebowski. That is, oh, you're right, because they got the wrong address in the beginning of the movie. Yes. They peed on the rug. Son mm-hmm. of a bitch. Fuck. It's okay. It's all right. That's, it's really tough because the uh, I want to let you know this, that when the the nature of the show is that we bring on people and we learn about them. So right. it's, it's sometimes tough to gauge the, the level of the quiz that we're supposed to give them because <laughs> it's like, you're an expert, but I don't know if you're an expert in this or that. That's right. why we did Big Lebowski rather than I, bowling. I can say, though, if you gave me a quiz on Kingpin, I would have nailed every single one of them. It was We actually did a toss-up of, <laughs> I thought it was a toss-up of what are we going to watch. It was it was either going to be Kingpin or the Big Lebowsky. Personally, is Kingpin? It, Kingpin. King Ping. King Ping. Rule of all Thailand. King Ping. <laughs> ping pong, or as the Asians call it, ping pong. <laughs> Ding dang. So is it about uh, is it about bowling? Yes. The King Ping, yes. It's uh, Woody Harrelson, and um, I can't remember the other guy's Man. name, but his name is Ishmael. And uh, he was a very good bowler that ended up losing his hand in a very bad uh, gambling debt. That's so right. He um he was uh, hustling people and ended up um, hustling a priest and said his name, which was Roy Munson. And yeah. then, that's why people allow to say, say you got Munson. Oh. I'm, I, I'm glad you mentioned that, like with his hand and all that, yes. because I vaguely as a child remember that scene of like him losing his hand because it gets put in the feeder, right? Yes. And and when we were watching, I thought, oh, that must have been just like a childhood memory of like me watching the like a portion of the big Lebowski because mm-hmm. it's very similarly yes. shot. And... Then when we were watching, I was like, when's this fucking hand going? And it never <laughs> happened. I was waiting for that set up. Well, it, it actually, fun fact, that actually cannot happen. You cannot lose your hand in the feeder. That you can was... skin your hand. Mm. You can get it very badly damaged by a ball breaking your hand coming out of the feeder. Mm-hmm. But it's oh. almost impossible to lose your hand in the feeder because the, the belt spins towards you. So if your hand is coming uh. this way, it would only bend it backwards. Oh, interesting. I, that, that makes sense that that's like a... that it. I feel like that'd be a huge safety oversight yes. if you could literally lose your fucking hand from something. That I agree. Well, right it, next to. It, there's actually a safety warning because so many people stick their hands in like a ball gets stuck every now and then mm-hmm. you stick your hand in, it'll crush your hands. Wow. Oh. So you got to be careful. Fuck. Dangerous sport. One one bowling. Eat nachos and die. <laughs> <laughs> Final question. What is a nihilist? An nihilist? A, a nihilist. An nihilist? He annihilates a, everything? Not no. a, a nihilist. Nihilist. A nihilist. A nihilist. Uh, just to maybe jog your memory a little bit, this is Bunny, uh, the the woman that was being ransomed. Mm-hmm. She says, would he have a problem with it? It's the dude that's in the pool, and he's like, pass the fuck out. And he goes, oh, he's a nihilist. <laughs> and nihilist has, turns into a, a common theme throughout the movie. Uh... 
I don't know. Someone that doesn't care about anything. That's a good call. That's an Ominilus. Sweet. Yep. <laughs> and uh, just to get more specific, just for our viewers at home, more specifically, a nihilist is a person who believes that life is meaningless and rejects all religious and moral principles. Oh, no, maybe I'm not that. But... Does that make uh, Rick from Rick and Morty a nihilist, do you I, think? I would absolutely say so. As soon as I heard the, um, the definition yesterday, I was like, oh my God, this is so familiar. Yeah. Does that make Hitler a nihilist? Uh, well, he had some morals. <laughs> I was going to say, he cared about a few things. Cared yeah. about a lot of things. A lot of good easy-bake ovens. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Uh, and a little bonus question here. This was, if you if you cleared this, I would have given you a bonus Sweet. question. Uh, but how many white Russians does the dude drink throughout the film? Uh, I think it was like six. Close. Nine. Oh, that was close, yeah. Nine? is my favorite number anyway. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> is, was it because of Hitler? <laughs> nine! <laughs> six, nine! Cheers. The dude abides. The dude abides. Also, this, like, the nice beer that you brought, mm-hmm. fucking great. It, uh, it has, like, a really nice color, too. Would you believe that they have been brewing it for over 200 years? Holy fuck. Right? Can you imagine? And even think about that. Like, you're the guy that makes the first batch, and he's like, eh, it'll probably be shit. <laughs> and it just turns out to be phenomenal. I legit thought that's how I was going to be with Miller High Life. Mm-hmm. But we see how that turned out. Yeah, Miller High Life is one of the best beers ever. And yeah, we're, we're we're giant advocators like for it. the Miller High Life. I'll find random stuff. I went to Four Seasons uh, last Christmas and found a beer called Hobo Life, and <laughs> fell in love with it. Oh. And now my uncle brews his own beer called Hobo Life. Oh my gosh, <laughs> really? Does. That's uh, funny. You mention that because that that uh, the blackberry brandy. Mm-hmm. Our friend brought that over because he said this is like what hobos drink a lot. Really, <laughs> it's good. So you have you have distinctive taste. Very distinctive hobo man taste. <laughs> uh, Dave, could you like maybe describe the mouthfeel? The mouthfeel, that's right. The mouthfeel. I know it's very thing. important. I would say it's... Should we swish it? <laughs> swish and sniff? <laughs> I like the mouthfeel. By God! <laughs> he gets it! It is... It, it it has a good mouthfeel. Like it, it feels it feels like it's in my mouth. It feels like I agree. It has a very wet. Yes, yes. I also agree. This is very wet liquid. It, it, I don't want to say if it, it has like a like it, it tastes sour. It tastes bitter. It almost tastes not like fungus, but you know what I mean. Like it has like a fungus. <laughs> what am I trying to say? Um, tastes like a warhead. It's like tart, but like a mm-hmm. super like you know those. Like a pop you know, tart, those, uh, yeah. the sweet tarts, the 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 little um, yes, the hard candies. Yeah, it tastes like one of those hard. It could totally be one of those flavors of the hard sweet tarts. Yeah, it's not it, like the sweet tarts that are like the chalky ones, the hard ones that uh, you got okay. at like Halloween mm-hmm. time. They're good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. They that's were good like shit. one of my favorites. And the, the color is like it's almost like a like a plum color. It's like almost like it's red. <laughs> <laughs> That's really nice. I love it. I wore specific pink socks for you guys today. Aww. Pink fuzzy they look socks. Fuzzy. They're very nice. They're I like really these. Comfy. They, they stolen from my so ex-girlfriend. Oh, man. That's what... <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. fuck her. <laughs> exactly. And what is your favorite possession you've ever, like, kept from an ex? Ooh. I'm actually really... I've actually gotten, been really lucky. All my ex-girlfriends, I've actually managed to stay friends with. Good for you. Um... Uh, it was it. Are we talking like it's something that like they owned? Yeah, something they owned, and you just claimed, and they never got it back. Oh, um, the vibrator. 
I understand. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. I never needed anything for a vibrator, so I didn't have the chance to take one because I never had one. <laughs> Look, when when I break up with a person, I do like a whole like sex toy dump. I'm like, I touched it. That other person touched it. I'm not sure what's in my mind, but I'm like, I got to dump all of these. Back to square one. There you go. That's the way to do it. Some ex-girlfriends also listen to this podcast, so I'm afraid if I say anything real, I'm going to get a fucking phone call. Be like, you still have that, you son of a bitch? <laughs> Hi, Jilly. <laughs> I'd be actually not surprised if one of my exes listened to this. <laughs> You're going to be famous. You know that? Yeah. You're going to be the most uh, famous Delaware bowler. Marianne's going to call me and say, what are you doing? <laughs> what is your favorite item that you have from an ex? Oh, man. Morgan? I still wear my ex-boyfriend's like winter coat to work. It's like a fuzzy jacket on the inside. It's fuzzy even in the sleeves. And I'm still friends with him. We're still good friends. We should have just been friends. That's the real deal. And he's every time I see him and he sees me in it, he's like, I want that back. And I'm like, no. (laughs) It's mine. I got work paint on it. It's mine forever now. Who who is that? Uh, Jonathan's. Oh, John. Shout out to John. Jonathan. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this. He has shit to no, do. No, he doesn't. He has a life. Uh, well, I feel like he should totally listen to it. All he ever does is be outside all the time. Right? John, what the fuck? Yeah, come inside. <laughs> what about you, Joe? What's your favorite um, item you've gotten from an ex? That I've stolen from an ex or gotten, period? I would say that you kind of won in the breakup. That oh, maybe man. the... It, my dignity? You. <laughs> that no, is no, my you... favorite, too. You lose that every time. You ain't lying. I don't um, know. I feel like I got to keep it last time. Mm-hmm. I strong, I like pulled it up out when I left. That's Exten- what she said. Extension of that question is, Is do you think someone can win a breakup? Yes, I do. Because uh, eventually one of them is going to end up being understanding of the other and the other one's going to end up falling into a pit. It's usually the person, and I hate to say it this way, but it's usually the person that is all high and mighty when they break up that turns into like the, in the deep dark mm. depression zone. And I, I know I just got real, real right there, but I do think that someone can win a breakup Yeah, per se. And uh, I think actually, I think my ex won her, our, our breakup. That takes that- a lot to admit. Well, she's fucking my, my, one of my good friends. So, I mean, she uh, probably won that breakup. Well, fuck her anyway. <laughs> Already did. We went to a, a bar the other day with a friend of ours, and he just got, he broke up with this girl, and now he's with this other girl. This new girl's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Okay. And she was wearing this, like, really, it was Halloween, so she's wearing this, like, skin-tight outfit. Mm-hmm. And we're like, wow, man, she's really nice. We went to this bar. This is kind of us meeting her. And who's there but the ex-girlfriend? She's tiny little petite thing. and With giant nostrils. Look, I had just. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. Look, I just got done saying, wow, you finally got an attractive girlfriend. And here turns around this woman. And I was like, I can't even believe you're here to hear this. <laughs> like, right within earshot. I'm like, Three I'm not going to take it back. <laughs> but also, how can... I thought you would be gone out of my life. I would never see you ever again. When when your friend breaks up with their with their significant other... How long does it take before you delete that person, that like that boyfriend or girlfriend on Facebook? I was going to say instantaneously. When I broke up with my last boyfriend, all of their family was. Bro- I've deleted all of them instantaneously. She, Next um, day, my my good friend Cripple. Uh, there's a good reason why we call <laughs> shout him out to Cripple. Sh- Cripple, <laughs> Cripple, <laughs> my man. Crip, so uh, so Cripple. Uh, we call him Cripple because he broke both of his arms at the same time, and I called him Cripple one time, and it just oh, stuck. <laughs> oh my god. 
And uh, so he, him and his girlfriend, uh, Sierra, which fuck you, Sierra, uh, broke up. Slut. <laughs> I don't know about slut, but close enough. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, when they broke up, it was literally Sean texted me and I said, uh, hey, me and Sierra broke up. And I went, all right, click. Immediately deleted her. Yeah. I, the only reason I say that is because sometimes you, you, there's a little bit of snooping that goes on afterwards. Oh, and so, mm-hmm. you know, they'll block you, but like sometimes they'll forget to block the friends. So the friends can come and check up on you. Yeah, be like, oh, so you're like, oh, and I'm like, man, I fucking hate her. And then you kind of your friends can be like, oh, man, she's talking mad shit. Or, yeah. or oh, well, she's doing this now. Kind of keep you updated on the situation. I that way you know if you win the breakup or not. I can't. I don't think I've been with anybody that my friends have actually liked. So, I mean, really? I'm good with that. Yeah. Hmm. My best friend is my teller of if I should be with somebody or not. Because if he hates her, I'm probably going to love her. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. Um, well, but back to winning... I would just like to brag that I won. There you I go. I won my breakup. You definitely won your last breakup. I won it. But also, I'm not in a deep depression either. Good. I know. But it's some case. I was high up on the horse, and I've just stayed on the horse. I never fell off. Good. I didn't have to get back on again. I'm glad. So speaking of winning. I'm so ready. Bowling. All bowling. right. <laughs> the 300. Bowling a 300. Yeah. What, what's that like? Um, but what is a 300? Can you explain to people that have never been outside? <laughs> uh, a 300 is a perfect game in bowling where you throw, uh, every single frame. You have 12 frames in a game and every single frame is filled with a strike. Mm-hmm. There is no nine or anything like that. It's all an X. You get all 10 down on your first shot, every single shot. It's a totally So you're telling guess. me that you have in fact got the golden turkey. Um, no, the golden turkey in bowling is 900, which is three straight perfect games. Oh. And I have not done that yet. My high series is 823, and then that is still impressive because 800 is very hard to do. You have to average 260 to do that. What is it to get professional? What What's... Um, right, well, actually, in the olden days, it used to be you had to average at least 240 or above because otherwise you weren't doing anything on the tour. You weren't making any kind of money because a lot of people were actually doing their job by bowling every single day and on the tour. Yeah. Nowadays it's you buy, you pay $50 and you get a card, but to get sponsored by any kind of company, like shout out to Evan Knight. Come on, sponsor me, baby. You got it. But, uh, <laughs> come on, uh, man, <laughs> please. We'll make but, sure um, to tag him in this. Becky, please. <laughs> so, uh, to get sponsored by big companies like storm, red grip and Evan Knight, you have to be one very good and win regional titles, which are and very hard to do. Cause there's very good bowlers out there. And, uh, to make an actual living, it's it's very difficult. Like it, nowadays, it's very difficult because it's more money to be amateur. It's more money really? to be amateur. Yes, like uh, bowling tournaments. Nowadays, like oh, I think we, we um like a PBA event is two seventy to get in as a member, and that's PBA is professional professional bowlers association. Yes, it's a member two seventy for an event. You have to pay for that. You have to pay for a hotel. You have to make sure all your stuff is up to date on the codes and everything like that for bowling. Which there are very strict codes now. Like what? Uh, you can't have. There's something called side weight. So what is side weight? Side weight is uh like if you have a, if you actually look at a bowling ball from a uh, like if you cut it in half, you'll look inside, you'll see a weight block inside of it. Oh, so th- it's not like perfectly no. centered the whole way. Okay, no, it's not. So uh, there's some, some something called asymmetrical and asymmetrical where uh like you'll see your pin in the ball. A pin in the ball is basically at the top of the, the weight. And you'll see something called the mass bias, which is at the bottom on an asymmetrical ball, which asymmetrical means if you cut it right in half, the weight wouldn't be the same on each side. So the, the mass bias designs where the bottom of the weight is. 
And then there's the um, CG, which I think is uh, central. I'm not entirely sure. But if you look at that, that's where the middle of the weight is. So wherever you drill the ball can dictate, dictate how much side weight is in it. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So it, technically, you're, uh, now in tw- actually in 2020, they're going to have go up to three inches, three inches of side weight, I think it is. Three centimeters, I think it is. I'm not sure. And so this is one of these very specific requirements. Yes, very sp- you, actually, if you make it to match play in a PBA tournament, you have to weigh your stuff to make sure it's not illegal and USBC certified. And wow. USBC is the United States Bowling Congress. Son of a bitch. It is. It's ex- very strict. Speaking of which, how much does your ball weigh? 15 pounds. All 12. Ooh, only one? The li- I was going to say the limit 16. Yes. How many holes does your ball have? Uh, Three. Two I, for my middle finger, ring finger, and my thumb. I read that you can only have, what, 12 holes? Now you can have four. You can have two for your fingers, one for your thumb, and what's called a side weight, which is going away in 2020. Side weight Ooh. is basically, say you drilled, like we were just talking about, if you drilled too much side weight and made your ball quote unquote illegal, mm-hmm. you can take a chunk out of the side of the ball to make it legal, to make it so that ball actually hooks more. Oh, so which oh. is part of the side yes. weight thing. Yes. It's, instead of adding to one side, you're just reducing from the other yes. side. Yes. Oh. And, and that makes, and that makes it legal. Thing. Yes. So basically you can drill any ball, you, you can drill a ball any way you want, as long as you make the side weight per se good enough, mm-hmm. which... I don't really know how to explain that very well. I understand. <laughs> no, I was getting it. <laughs> okay. That's fascinating that, that, that it has to be so specific. Yes. And one of the biggest reasons that I, that I wanted to bring you on the podcast when Morgan told me about you was that, and I mean, no disrespect by saying this. Oh, you're good. That when you think of a bowler, you don't think of professional athlete. Like you think of someone, that it, it's very niche. It's, well, it's not a very prestigious thing. And I say that being a no-name podcaster. <laughs> Who do you think has a harder time at Christmas dinner trying to say that they're doing well? A competitive bowler or a no-name podcaster? <laughs> Probably the no-name podcaster. It, it's, it's tough. <laughs> How big is the bowling community, would you say? Like our local community. Our local community? I bet you at least three people you pass have been in a league or bowling a league. Fucking really? You ain't lying. Wow. Ain't lying. Like, three out of like what, would you say? Out of your whole day, at least three people you pass by. Oh. Wow. So That makes sense because I asked people. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. That makes sense because I was saying when I was preparing for the interview, I was telling people about, oh, we're going to have this bowler on. I'm not really, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of questions to ask. And I had at least three people say, oh, I, I, I used to bowl a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like here, this is, I can give you some information. It, they came out of the woodworks. Mm-hmm. And I think bowling, kind of like podcasting in this weird uh, continuity where it's this huge community that is totally secret to the outside world. Quote unquote doesn't exist. Yeah. It just doesn't exist. And then the second that you, that you, that you dip into it, you're like, Oh, podcast, let's check it out. It's like, boom. You're like, Whoa, this has been here the whole fucking time. Is that similar to bowling? Would you say? Exactly. Cause I didn't like youth bowling is different though, because youth bowlers just, they don't really know a lot of the people. A lot of the adults just come in and be like, Oh, whatever. My kids are bowling. They're probably hungover from the night before of drinking and bowling. Yeah. But uh, if you get in, goddamn 12 year old, I got hungover. I got into the adult bowling world at 17 and my name was already half known because of my dad. My dad's mm-hmm. name is also Joe Sparks. Dun, dun. And uh, when I walked around, everybody knew me already mm. as if they always like their old son. So um, it kind of was very easy to transition. But I agree. It definitely is a, just like podcast. It's uh, It's very strange, though, because a lot of the people you see, you would not expect to be the people that they are outside of bowling. Like 
I'm like a lot of them are construction workers per se, like me. I'm a construction worker, but uh, same Z's. There you go. But uh, there's uh, there's a lot of bankers, there's a lot of high end people that I know that bowl. They're high end oh. in like J.P. Morgan Bank. They come mm-hmm. in and they just hang out with us blue collar folk, and we have no idea. Yeah. So it's 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 something that brings us all together per se. We're one big family that lives in Northern Delaware, and it grows across the entire country. One of my best mm-hmm. friends moved here from Colorado, and he's one of the best bowlers I've ever met. Really? Yes. Wow. I just had the giant urge to go, aww. (laughs) (laughs) Not to swerve back to this beer, but the more that I'm intoxicated, like the sweeter the finish is on that boy. Yeah, right. It's a shame that I don't have any more. Like it's like a tart. It's like tart, and then it's like, mmm. Can I try and fuck this bottle? Ooh. Be my I guest. Mean, I was gonna say that's a pretty tight hole at the top. You'd be surprised. Oh, <laughs> you'd be surprised, but maybe not impressed. <laughs> no, you won't be impressed. <laughs> you won't be impressed. There's a lot of things Ooh. big on me, and that's one one of them. Oh, not a, not ashamed to say that. <laughs> do you get a lot of flack? People that are, that don't bowl and that that don't get it, and you tell them you bowl. Do you get a lot of flack for that? No, a lot of people think it's cool. Really? I'm actually surprised how many people actually be like, "You bowl? That's awesome." That's good to hear. Because I mean, like, I mean, like I said, I have seven three hundred games, but I mean, it's wow. just it's it's amazing to see how many people actually out there are like, oh wow, you actually are really good. And thank you, I appreciate that to everybody. But it's surprising that someone that something that's not seen in the outside world, like biggest football, it gets that much recognition. As far as uh, football, do you think uh, I I always do this with with golf as well? Anytime somebody says like, if I don't like somebody and they say they golf a lot, I always mm-hmm. say, uh, is golf a game or a sport? Same thing with bowling. Same thing, right? Is it? It's that same thing. Well, here's is the it, thing: is like you, you'd be surprised how many bowlers are actually golfers as well. Yeah, <laughs> I play golf. I play golf. That makes sense. <laughs> I bet it's about the level of dedication. It is. It I is. feel like that's what differentiates it from being a game or a sport. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever. I don't know if you guys went to UD at all, but one of my buddies is named Never. Earl Cosner. Okay. And uh, Earl Cosner, he was very good on the UD team, and he got better with age. Um, average 230 for the entire time I knew him and just shot his first 300 last year. Wow. So he's, but it's, it, like you said, it's very big on dedication. It very is. Cause I've devo- I devoted 23 years of my life to this and it's something that I do, excuse me, almost every day. Mm-hmm. So I just, sometimes I want to blow my brains out how much I bowl, but at the same time I'm like, man, my shoulder can hold it for another couple of years. How, how long do you think it would, like if I was to start bowling, I, I, I'll only bowl casually with friends maybe right. once a year if I'm lucky. <laughs> How long do you think it, it would take me to bowl a 300? Four years. Four years. Wow. And is that playing every single day? Yep. Is that mad that's, dedication? That's at least practice. How? At least three days a week practice. Really? Yes. Mm. My, my, uh, another shout out, Richard Barchuk. Go Barchuk, you're the man. Barchuk! Barchuk! He, um, he averages about as much as I do. And he's only been bowling five or six years, and he has two or three amateur titles, three eight hundreds, and four three hundreds. Six wow. years, six years he's been bowling compared to my twenty three, and has me outnumbered in a lot of stats. Wow! Wow! Dedication he's in it to win it, in it to win it. He's very good. Do you think he's going to go pro? Um, no, I think he's going to stay in the amateur tour because of more money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You mentioned that. I'm sorry. Can you get back to that? Why do okay. you think in the amateur tour or by being amateur? There's more money just because there's less expenses. Um, no, it's it's almost the same expenses because you still. I mean, you don't have to set up like a, a grandstand or anything like that, but you still have to set up uh, uh, oil patterns and everything like that. Oil patterns differ and everything like that, but 
with the PBA, they're losing sponsorship. They're losing sponsorship because it yeah. doesn't go on TV as much. You can't mm. use beer sponsorships or smoking sponsorships. It sucks, and they lose a lot of money for that. Yeah. If you look between the years of 2000 and 2007, Miller Lite and Miller High Life were one of the biggest sponsors of bowling, and they made so much money. It was ridiculous. Like the U.S. Open winner made a hundred grand. Yeah. In I think 2004, which is Patrick Allen. To add to your point, not uh, back in the 1960s, which was the height of bowling, mm-hmm. it was reported that a professional bowler was making more money than any other professional athlete yeah. in any other sport. Because it took so much skill. Yeah. It took more skill than it did to hit a ball. It took more skill to hit than grab a football out of the air. Even skate on skates in hockey. Because back in the day, they didn't have the technology to make a bowling ball do what it does now. Mm-hmm. You literally had to hit an inch mark on the lane to hit the pocket, which the pocket is the first two pins that you see. I'm an obsessive guy by nature. Okay. To the point where when I was reading, like, the, I read the entire Wikipedia page article on the history of bowling. Okay. I could put sleeping pill companies out of fucking business with this knowledge. <laughs> I would fall the fuck asleep after this. <laughs> but, I, but I just had to. I had to learn all about I it. I understand. And I learned that, again, after, in the 1960s, that was like the huge height of bowling. That was like that big first wave. Mm-hmm. Richard Nixon was a big bowler. He had the bowling alley put in the, in the White House, which is still there to this mm-hmm. day. I'm sure you know. Mm-hmm. Well, well, no, he got taken out for a basketball court from Barack Obama. Really? As far as oh! I know, yeah. As far as I know, it got taken out for Barack Obama for basketball court. I got to check that out now. It That's might fascinating. Be. It might be. So, but I also found that after kind of that wave died down in America, that then like bowling ball sponsorships and I guess bowling went international, mm-hmm. specifically in Japan. Mm-hmm. And I was really curious about this. Okay. So last week, I went to Japan to find out for myself. You legit went to Japan? No, of course I didn't go to fucking Japan. Why the fuck would I go to Japan? We got no sponsorships. I got no fucking money for this. But it was fucking funny, wasn't it? That was great. Miller ain't sponsoring this shit. I feel your pain. All right. I do have two important questions. Yes. Are you left-handed or right-handed? Right-handed. All right. Do you shave your balls? (laughs) Oh, no. I don't. I shave my pubes. I make sure I make like a nice little arrow saying, suck me right there. That's beautiful. (laughs) I'm sure the ladies really love it. Nah. <laughs> Time to take a swig. As far as I know, no ladies have loved it so far. <laughs> I am under the personal belief little fuzz never hurt nobody. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Animals are fuzzy. Everybody likes them. I purposely everybody bought... Everybody loves those. Why do you think people are kind of off put by snakes sometimes? That's true. Because they're not hairy. I purposely bought 80s <laughs> porno cards to play cards with. Oh. Instead of the new cards, because at least you see Bush. <laughs> good be a... I totally derailed that with my Japan comment. <laughs> You're good, dude. I was actually going to say, the Japan, uh, the Japanese bowlers are very big. You are very right. Yeah. They are. And they're very good. Like, I watched the doubles tournament on ESPN, and um, the Tang brothers came in second, and were about a pin away, but like, it was just basically this close from winning against two of the best American bowlers there is. Wow. So, is uh, are American bowlers still top? Uh, no. European. What? European. Those motherfuckers. Well, in, in the PBA, in the PBA, American bowlers are still top. Like mm-hmm. EJ Tackett, Marshall Kent, and everything like that. But in something called the Weber Cup, which they use a different scoring system for, the mm-hmm. Americans haven't won since 2013. 
and that's five. It's oh. five years. Wow. God, America, get your shit together. But it's even become it's so funny. big that people are going into Japan for PBA regionals. Huh. So like Sean Rash from here, from Jersey, is Jersey. actually going to uh, Japan for regionals. Oh, I know that I'm circling back to this beer thing a lot. You're good. The beer is really good. It's really fucking this, good beer. Back to this Miller High Life. Is anybody getting like a nutty flavor now that you've had the other beer? Like I an aftertaste? Fuck, I Bit woodsy. Right? Like, I feel like I'm almost about to have a PB&J drinking this Miller High Life after that Rodenbacher. I was going to make a comment that the only girl here was the one that noticed the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are always on the nuts. Good. We actually, we're not here to talk about bowling. We're going to cut all that out. We're just here to talk about beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, nuts. She's not looking at you. <laughs> have you named your balls? No. Have you named your dick? Uh, Yes. Whoa, why would Steve. you name one and not the other? <laughs> Steve. Scuba Steve. <laughs> <laughs> he does some deep diving. Uh... I've, I... Well, I did get named after a ball. There's a ball that I just shot 300 with yesterday, and it's the only ball I have that I have two 300s on called the Legend. Wow. And they've named me the Legend. <laughs> nice. Congratulations on your 300, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You'd be Legend. Surprised. Actually... Myth. Joe Sparks. <laughs> it is a myth. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sure if he's real. Now, I like the appeal of bowling because it is this niche thing. Because, you know, you know what's been pissing me off lately? Marvel movies. Why? Because, okay, Marvel movies, they're fine. They're great. But there's these bad habits that people have been getting in where they really like Marvel movies. They, 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 really have been, they really resonate with characters. They learn a lot about these characters. They buy the comic books. They learn. They kind of do the backlogging once the movie's about to come out. And then they say, man, I'm such a nerd. Yeah, it's getting old, too. Isn't that fucking annoying? I agree. Because, I mean, people, and I'm not trying to say anything about you, but I'm, uh, we look like we read comic books a lot. Like, yeah. I read, com- I used to read comic books a lot, and I still, I don't look like a reader, but I read books a lot, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, hearing someone say, oh, man, I'm such a nerd. You have a Green Lantern t-shirt. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. All right? I have damn near every single comic imaginable. Not really, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Within reason. Yeah. You have a library. Yeah. And, and but you're right. It's, it's getting a little annoying because I always found that a nerd is someone who likes something that other people don't seem to understand. Like. I was going to say, when, I feel like we're all nerds right here in this room, at least. Absolutely. You know, we're these we're these podcasting nerds. We're these audio files now. You know, we we have this we have these audio equipment. Like like we dedicate to these things that you can't go to work and talk about. Nobody fucking gets. But nobody likes to hear about my life after work. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, so what did you do this week? And I'm like, oh, I recorded the podcast. And then they're like, they have this face like, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's a podcast? Oh, right. It was. So I just choose to leave that out at this point but then again you got these quote-unquote nerds that are talking about that are talking about iron man and everybody knows exactly what's going mm-hmm. on that's not a nerd anymore a nerd is somebody part of the counterculture mm-hmm. it, it's something that doesn't understand which is i think my i i think what resonates so so heavy with this with bowling is that outside of the bowling community nobody gets it exactly it's a thing that your family does casually sometimes i did also find out that the bowling community all fucks each other somehow and it's weird Someone oh my god, it's just like Grey's Anatomy. It's just like furries. They all fuck each other. They do. I just found out that I know a furry. Oh, if you want to see some cool furries, go to Bolarama on Saturday nights. They have a furry party. Oh, wow. That Saturday. is Saturday. 
gotta go. Gotta message my friend. It's awesome. We were Wait. there. We were there for a match and a party, and we were getting trashed. And furries walked in. We went. What the fuck is this giant fox doing here? Does so. drinking make you better at bowling? No, for Damn. me, no. But some people does. Tom Sweetman's one of the best bowlers I ever met, and he doesn't remember bowling. <laughs> it's like Stephen King with writing books. <laughs> well, right, I, like uh, one of my favorite stories I've told people was uh, the dude that shot the house record, which is eight eighty nine at uh, right. Olorama. <laughs> it is that's a three hundred, three hundred, two eighty nine. That's very hard to do. You literally throw let's see, twelve, twenty four, thirty three strikes in a row, possibly thirty four, and you don't remember throwing any of it. Wow, he was blitzed and won twenty grand off of that. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> Can you imagine the- living like that. I don't. I think I want to. God damn. I don't want to. I, I lived my life getting blackout drunk when I was 17. I think I'm done doing it at 25. <laughs> yep, that's it. We're good. Right? I'm glad that there are other people that are like that. Exactly. I did all my partying that people are doing now that I did at 17. Mm-hmm. Right. I rode my bike to a party, got blackout drunk, rode my bike home, and my dad told me I was grounded. <laughs> <laughs> Get off that bike, son. You grounded. Come on, man. Grounded. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Just like you're grounded, don't you remember? Be like, nah, Dad, I don't. Okay, hypothetical situation. You have to convince somebody that bowling is the greatest sport ever, and they should totally try it out, and they would love it. How do you do it? You can literally bowl with one hand and eat nachos in the other one. Fuck, that's good. (laughs) That's tough to beat. I mean, and even if it's not nacho, it's a very fancy beer if you want it to be. Exactly. And if you, like, this is your platform, you are now accessing at least 10 people that don't <laughs> potentially, uh, I, I guess based on our st- statistics, seven of them don't bowl. Okay. And at least 10 of them don't know us. <laughs> what do you, what do you want the common populace to know about bowlers? What's a misconception that's always bugging you that people are asking about? Like, what's something that you want to set the record straight with? There's like three of them. Go. We're not all virgins. Just most of them. <laughs> Two, I mean, yes, we have a special hook. It took us a lot of years to practice. <laughs> no, you're not going to perfect it in 10 minutes. Okay. Are we talking about sex or the bowling? Both. I can't all perfect right. sex and I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yes, it took me 23 years to figure out how to throw a bowling ball. No, you're not going to get done in 10 minutes. Three. Yes, I am drunk a lot when I bowl. Fucking cheers to that. I like the way Morgan drinks. It's like, give me that. (laughs) You do drink kind of slutty. Almost came out my nose. <laughs> Bad idea, Morgan. Bad idea. Like you said it, I was like, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> don't do it that way, kid. Ooh, wow. Please don't drink your beer by shoving the entire long neck bottle down your throat. Look, you don't have any. Uh, I thought I saw you do it. I was like, it'll be fine. Oh no, it's a bad idea. It was a bad idea. It went up in my nose. Hey, he's a professional. <laughs> Might die. I know how to drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> have some of this beer to wash this beer down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, incredible. That was incredible. 
I, I managed it. I'm very proud of you. That's like every girl getting cum on her face. Uh, I managed it. <laughs> I managed it. These tears on my face, also like any girl that's had her face cum on. <laughs> We're stuck in her ass. Stuck? Uh, yeah, I'd cry too. So there is one last thing we'd like Jesus. to do on the podcast. It is one final game. It's a word association game. So right. um, it's where I will say a word and then you... Joe are going to say a word based off of my word. Okay. First word that comes to my head. Worst word. First word that comes. The worst to word that comes to my head. head. Worst <laughs> word is also good too. Hitler. It just has to be related. All right. And then whenever you, whatever the first thing that comes to your head, then Morgan thinks of the first word that comes to her head based oh off of your word, it's and like, we go in a circle or in this case a triangle. I like it. You lose the game <clears throat> if you can't think of a word quick enough. It's a pretty quick game, or. You repeat a word that someone else has already said in the same round. We have been, you can say a phrase as well. Like if it's it, like kind of two words, we're okay with it. Uh, but, you know, you want to play fair. Okay. Are you ready to play? I am ready. Are you ready? Yes. Dogs. Cats. Food. Beverages. Um, dollars. Hey. Money. George Washington. Cherry tree. Apples. Oranges. Pears. Fruit. Peaches. Grapefruit. Vegetables. Rutabagas. The hell's a rutabaga? Oh, shit. You're out. Damn. Just so you know, uh, rutabaga is a root vegetable. Should have said potato. No. Rutabagas are way better than fucking potatoes. I mean, I don't want to fuck a potato either, but... I'm just saying, at Thanksgiving, I will fuck up a rutabaga. (laughs) I'll fuck up some green bean casserole. Gross! (laughs) (laughs) That's the longest first round we've ever had. Right? I just thought of that. I was like, whoa, this is going so much longer than ever before. She threw me off at the rutabaga. Right? (laughs) (laughs) My thought process is still clear. I need more beer. Yep. Ukulele. Oh, guitar. Sitar. Um, bass. Cello. Trumpet. Saxophone. <laughs> Trombone. Clarinet. Um, bass clarinet. Flute. Violin. Piccolo. Director. Fuck you. <laughs> God damn, that was good. <laughs> okay. You start. Oh, I'll start. Mm-hmm. Beer. Wine. Yeast. Liquor. Fuck. <laughs> if it came back to me, I was going to be like, fooder. Because <laughs> <laughs> a fooder is just a vat that usually holds wine. There you go. Well, Joe Sparks, that is the podcast. Thank you very much for coming on the show. We had a great time with you. We learned a lot about bowling and, and about the nerddom that is surrounding it. Uh, once again, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, what would you like to promote? What's the plug? What's going on? Well, thank you for having me, first of all. And uh, second of all, I'd like to plug uh, Rackbusters Pro Shop. Uh, Ethan Gray, Dan Mitchell, and Stacey Mitchell, they, uh, they've they all done great things for me, and they will do great things for everybody else that wants to learn how to bowl and uh, wants to get a performance bowling ball to start out really well. Uh, Ethan does his own coaching tips and everything like that. They are based out of Elkton Lanes in Elkton and Bolarama. Family Fun Center. Wow, that is awesome. And we will make sure to plug them in the description uh, so people know where to find them. 
thank you very much for listening to the Maximum Mediocrity Podcast. The dude abides, wear a condom, love each other, stay woke. Well, fuck your sister, whatever. Who cares anymore? <laughs> <laughs>